Well, here it is, December the 21st in the Northern Hemisphere. It is the shortest day of the year. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to the Wednesday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Yep, today in the Northern Hemisphere, it is the shortest day of the year, the winter solstice, here on the 21st of December. And in the Southern Hemisphere, it is the longest day as they begin to now work their way through the summer into the fall and winter in six months. And here we begin our, well, the days start getting longer. Hard to notice, though, initially, because it's just a second or two here and a second or two there before the the pace picks up. And by March, we begin to get that time again where the day and the nighttime is equal at the the equinox. It has been an interesting year. It's been an interesting really two and a half, three years since this program began. We have talked about a number of topics as we do this program. We've talked about the the pandemic, of course, and, and so many of the things that you were told and I was told. And believe it or not, that I actually was telling when I was working in emergency management and I realized one day something is wrong with what I'm telling the public here in this community in which I'm working. Now remember, I came into all of this with an open mind and a servant's heart to help out in what was perceived as an unknown kind of threat that we're facing. But the more that I kept reading... And the more that I kept looking and digging and finding information from websites like the CDC and others, I started noticing there's something wrong. Why am I finding stories from 2004 and 5 that talk about a coronavirus and talk about using hydroxychloroquine as a cure, as a way to treat? And suddenly it's, you can't say that. Yet years of research back in 2003, 2004, 2005, had concluded it does work. Why did it, why did it change? Was the coronavirus of 2003 and 4 did it too come from a laboratory? A lot of evidence began to point in that direction. But it's amazing over time how certain stories, certain information that is for the public to be able to see and learn, started to vanish or become harder to find. It was in that it was in that environment I had to make some really difficult choices. The way we were set up at that point, my wife and I, she was at our home in Florida. I had gone up to our home in Georgia, then I continued on to another state to work to help them navigate through getting prepared for this massive virus that was going to kill. We were told in that county 3,000 people would be dead in a matter of months in a county of 300,000. That's a lot. And I spent a lot of time and effort preparing for such an inevitability that never showed up. In other words, every step along the way, there were these outrageous claims made And people are losing their jobs, their freedoms, their businesses, their homes, their cars, all in the name of fear and a virus, and people are still afraid to this day. And I made that very hard decision to walk away from that. 
Uh, it was wonderful. I was, you know, recently retired. But to come out of retirement for this, to take care of finishing up a, a project we had, it was a blessing till I realized what a curse all of this nonsense had been. And so here we are. We did Christmas 2020 together, 2021, and now 2022, our third Christmas coming up here for Truth to Ponder. And I've got a number of emails that I want to reply to over the next couple of days, hopefully before Christmas. So many of you have written. And I want to thank you for your cards, your letters, and yes, your support to keep this radio program on the air. I'm diligently praying about what 2023 should bring. And many of you are already responding with your suggestions, and please do that. If you got any thoughts about what we can do with this radio program, how do we minister to people? How do we keep Christians connected when the world is trying to tear us apart? You can always write me. My email address is bob at truththenumber2ponder.com. Bob at truththenumber2ponder.com. Our physical mailing address, P.O. Box 510. P.O. Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia. And the zip code in Chilhowee is 24319. Well, it's Wednesday, and we have our guest host for today, Jim Calhoun. Thanks, Bob. It is truly great to be back on Truth to Ponder. Well, I'm going to kind of pick up where we left off last Thursday when I was co-hosting the show. And we were talking about different things that were being told and brainwashed and straw men and that kind of a thing. And I want to really pick up on that theme of the straw man or the boogeyman today. Because it seems like there's so many things demonized by the mainstream media. And we're all supposed to walk in lockstep and stand against all these people that the mainstream media says are bad. Or a government or a product or what have you. And I have found out through my research and also trying to make people prove themselves to me if they say something I want to see some action. And so I'm looking at different people, governments, and things that are demonized as straw men that we're all supposed to get behind to dislike or even hate. And that is another way that we the people are being controlled. And so I want to talk about several of the straw men and try to break a few of the myths out there that the mainstream media is perpetrating. And of course, the biggest straw man in the United States is Donald Trump. And the biggest government that's a straw man is Russia. Now, do you recall that for four years, Donald Trump was supposedly linked with Russia? The powers that be, the globalists, the elite, tried everything in their power to link the two straw men together, Russia and Donald Trump. It got so bad that it was just sickening. Every time you turn on the news, there was just another lie, another piece of propaganda that was spread about Russian collusion. And I think it's rather odd that these same global elitists used to love Russia back when they were communists. Bernie Sanders, he honeymooned over in Russia. Did you know that? And also, a lot of our leftist type of politicians visited Soviet Russia. And also, there was a lot of high praise for Fidel Castro. And so, we have to understand that the reason Russia is a straw man is because Russia is no longer communist. 
And we have to understand that linking Donald Trump with Russia was them trying to kill two birds with one stone. And Donald Trump would always say, what's wrong with getting along with another nation? Well, you're not supposed to get along with Russia. They're a boogeyman. They're the bad guys. And I've never seen an American politician, and especially a president, that if you mention his name, there are people that actually will show hate towards you. They'll moan and groan and roll their eyes, and they treat Donald Trump like he's a huge enemy. And Donald Trump did nothing but try to make this country great. But make America great again. That is bad. That's another straw man. Everywhere you look, the left has a straw man. And so I've started doing this. Every time the left puts someone or something up as a straw man, I immediately smell a rat and I immediately distrust the media and what they're trying to say, their narrative. And I also will look into the people or the thing that they're demonizing to try to prove that they are truly as bad as what the mainstream media says they are. And I have yet to have one straw man turn into a real bad player. Now, I'm not saying that all these people are great. I'm not saying Donald Trump is perfect. I'm not saying that Russia is perfect. I'm not saying that there isn't some hints of truth in some of the straw men and some of the boogeymen that the media and the leftists seem to throw out every day. But you see... I'm one of the straw men, and if you listen to this show, I imagine that you probably are too. I'm a white male. Oh no, a white male. What are we going to do? Also, I'm a Christian. Oh no, oh my God, a white male Christian. I also own guns. Oh no, this this guy, he's, he's an extremist. I also believe in the United States of America as founded. I'm a patriot. Oh, oh, you're a patriot. You're a white male patriot that owns guns and you're a Christian. So I check most of the boxes of their straw men of being the boogeyman. And I think that it's amazing that all throughout the history of the United States, people that were white male Christians that were patriots that owned guns legally were upstanding citizens. As a matter of fact, you could call that the norm of the American male. But since this woke nonsense has came in, they've got to look at the American male as toxic masculinity and all sorts of garbage. And so that's another straw man. And of course, Donald Trump is a white male and he's shows toxic masculinity. And I can say he's very abrasive. I'm not going to say he's not. But he also was the president of the United States. And he also had his presidency stolen from him. And I guess that's another check mark because I'm an election denier. Well, I sat through four years from 2016 to 2020 of people telling me that Donald Trump and the Russians stole the election from Hillary. And so I guess all of the leftists are election deniers too. But see, that doesn't count because they're the ones that are setting the narrative. And they're the ones that are telling people how it's supposed to be or how it is according to them. And I don't play their games. I am totally 100% done with all of the institutions and all of the 
things that have been, I would say, infiltrated by what I would consider anti-American globalists. And so things that I used to support, I can no longer support. What I do support is you and me and the common people of the world, not just the United States. Because another straw man is that there's too much nitrogen. That's ridiculous. Plants thrive on nitrogen. But, of course, now plants are causing global warming. There's too many trees. Now, just 10 years ago, there wasn't enough trees. But now there's a war on trees and a war on nitrogen. And right now we have 3,000 farms in the Netherlands that are being targeted to be taken over by the government and shut down. In fact, stolen by the government. And me being involved in agriculture, I'm extremely disturbed by this. Because these are small family farms they're going after. You can bet your bottom dollar that if any of the Monsantos or the big agriculture corporations, if they have land over in the Netherlands, which undoubtedly they do, I would be willing to bet that none of their farms are being targeted. And of course, that's a part of their depopulation agenda. They want to get rid of the food. And the farmers in the Netherlands are awesome. They're absolutely wonderful farmers. They know what they're doing, and they produce excellent food for a hungry world. But see, they're straw men. They're creating nitrogen. And I don't know how that's going to play out, but there's not enough farmers. You know, you can drive through a state that's a farm state and go mile after mile after mile, where you used to see a farmhouse about one every mile. Now it's like one farmhouse every 10 miles, or even sparser than that. So there isn't the population in the rural areas that is going to be able to stand up to the tyranny. And it's the same way in the Netherlands. Farmers are a small minority, and of course they're white males, and I would imagine that they're heterosexual. Oh no, I guess I can check that box too. Well, I guess I'm really a bad dude, according to the woke people. So we don't have to look just at the United States. Just look over into Canada and the tyranny that's happening there. The Canadians are on a fast track of losing all of their rights. And it just makes me ill. Because I love Canada. And I have many Canadian friends. And what are they going to do when you have a dictator tyrant that just on any whim can have a decree and what's really sad is that the Mounties and all the other people in government are actually enforcing these tyrannical rules. And that's happening in the Netherlands, and it's happening in the United States. And if we see the farms being taken over in the Netherlands, pretty soon it'll be Canada and the United States. And the corporations have already went in and ruined a lot of the farming communities in Mexico. People don't realize that a lot of the produce that comes from Mexico, the land is now owned by the great conglomerates, the big corporations. And one of the reasons that we have so much problem on our border, not so much now because illegitimate Joe has opened the border to anybody, but traditionally, over the last probably 20, 25 years, a lot of the people that crossed the border were displaced agricultural workers. 
because so much Mexican farmland has been bought by the big corporations. And so make no mistake that there's definite cooperation between these rogue governments and also rogue corporations. And you can always just follow the money. And that's where all of this will lead you. And so we have straw men and boogeymen everywhere. And if you really want to look at all of the straw men and all of the boogeymen, and I'm going to try to get to as many of them as I can think of, you have to understand that there's no basis in fact. There's no truth in what they're saying. Now, I'm sure that you can find some white American male that's a gun owner and a Christian that is a bad person. I have no doubt about that. But to paint with a broad brush, everyone that supports Donald Trump is a white supremacist, is someone that wants to overthrow the government, is someone that is a bitter clinger, clinging to their guns and their Bible. And of course, those Christians, those pesky Christians, they just need to go away. And so they're doing everything in their power to infiltrate the churches. And I've been talking with Bob Bierman about that quite a bit, actually, over the last year, different churches that are now woke churches, churches that would rather fly a rainbow flag than humble themselves and kneel at the cross. And that's unfortunate. But everything that we hold near and dear as what I'm going to consider average Americans is being assaulted. And all of these assaults have one thing in common, the straw man. And right now, Russia is the biggest straw man, and I would say China is pretty close second. So I'm going to look at Russia, and I'm going to look at China, and I'm going to take on those straw men right now. When Russia was Soviet, when it was communist, we had a very intense Cold War. And I've talked to several people that supposedly are in the know that said it was not as cold as everyone thought it was that there were actual casualties on both sides that were never reported because both sides were trying to rein things in as much as possible, but yet they were trying to hurt each other as much as they could. But when President Ronald Reagan was able to maneuver and sink the Soviet economy, well, then all of a sudden Russia was wide open. And yes, there was a kind of a wild and woolly time right after the Soviets left power. There were oligarchs, and there were what I would consider strong men. They would muscle their way into different positions. But over time, that has mellowed. And what Russia is right now, in my understanding, is a country that's much like the United States used to be just about 40 years ago, where there was a lot more social harmony, where people seem to be more free in Russia than they are here. Now, you might say, well, you can't say that because Russia's not free. Russia never used to be free, but the Russians have never closed my Twitter account. The Russians have never kicked me off of Facebook. The Russians have never, the Russians have not called me a white supremacist. And the Russians have not done things to stir the pot up, so to speak, as far as targeting me and people like me. And Russia is not anti-Christian. And Russia has a lot more going for it than the United States does right now as far as faith. And that is very sad. And so it's my opinion that 
although I'd love God to bless the United States, I don't know how he can. Because with all this woke and transgender and all of these things that are totally anti-God, a true and just God can't tolerate that. He can't endorse that. And he can't bless that. Now, I'm not going to go so far and say that God is blessing Russia. I'm not going to do that. But I am going to say this. The reason that Russia is such a straw man is because they are resisting the new woke world takeover. And whether you like Putin or don't like Putin, or like the Russian government or don't like it, you have to call it like it is. Russia has shown lots of restraint because it's been documented that there's United States soldiers and also active duty soldiers from Great Britain and Poland and probably many other countries that are inside Ukraine fighting illegally. So there is an illegal war happening right now. And I would have to compare this to the Spanish Civil War back in the 1930s. You had the fascists and the Nazis that were backing one side and you had people that were for democratic freedom on the other side. But you had different countries were testing their weapons. And basically they were using the Spanish as cannon fodder. And right now, in my opinion, the Ukrainians are being used as cannon fodder. Because if anybody cared about the Ukrainians, they would not put bioweapons labs all the way through that country. Because those labs are dangerous. And with the Ukrainian situation, which has been unstable for years, who in their right mind would put bioweapons labs in an unstable country? That's insanity. But you see, we're being spoon-fed this narrative that Ukraine is this perfect little angel, and they were doing nothing, and big bad Russia came and attacked them. Do I like Russians killing Ukrainians? No. Do I like Ukrainians killing Russians? No. This very easily could have diplomatically been solved. And anyone who's followed the paper trail and also the diplomatic end of this knows that Russia has tried over and over and over to get assurances from the West that no nuclear weapons were going to go into Ukraine that was pointed at Moscow. And that's all they wanted. They just wanted to have a security guarantee. And since they couldn't get a security guarantee... They had to protect their neighborhood, just like the United States protected their neighborhood in the Cuba Missile Crisis. And by the way, the only reason the Soviets put missiles into Cuba was because we had missiles overseas pointing at Russia. But as long as the left has a straw man, they're going to use that as a whipping boy. They're just going to whip it. And they're going to try to whip everyone into frenzies. They want everyone to fly a Ukrainian flag and everyone to hate Russia. And I've talked to people about the way things are in Russia and the situation, as I understand it. And most of the people that I talk to still think that Russia is communist. They say, well, you must be a commie lover. Well, no, they threw out the communist. The communists right now are in Washington, D.C. I hate to say that, but that's where they are. You can't tell me that Democrats and also Bernie Sanders and a lot of the rhinos like Mitt Romney, you can't tell me that they don't lean towards socialism or communism. As a matter of fact, they use socialism as kind of a soft sell for what they really want to do. Because the tyranny that's going against certain groups of people, like conservatives, being blacklisted from a lot of websites, 
being canceled, being sued, being accused, like that poor bakery that never did agree to bake a cake for the gay couple. They explained to the couple that they could not do that for them, but they recommended another bakery down the street that would. So they did serve these people. But you have to understand that the only reason these people went into that shop to order a cake was to set them up and sue them and try to put them out of business. If you tell anyone that you're not gay, well, all of a sudden, you're homophobic. And having a phobia is a type of mental illness. So anyone that's called a homophobe or a Islamophobe or what have you, that word phobia, they're telling you that they think you're mentally ill because of the way you think. And so you can have a drag queen story time child molester, some 300-pound man with a beard wearing a tutu and pink hair, would look at a normal average American and call him a homophobe if they disagreed with what they were doing with their drag queen story time thing. And so everything is backwards. And I said I was going to talk about China, and I will after the break. But I want to finish on Russia and also want to touch on a few other things as far as the American male. Anybody who is a heterosexual, Christian, conservative American male has been deemed by the United States government as a threat. And I'm not making that up. And I'm sure that there are files on a lot of people. And another thing that really bothers me is that ex-military people are on the list of, you better watch them. They're putting people on no-fly lists for no reason. They're making it so it's illegal for certain people to own guns that have never committed a crime. They have no criminal record whatsoever. And it's just because they said something like the election was stolen in 2020. Well, they can't have a gun. They might be an extremist. And so the left is using extreme tactics and tyranny to go after who they say are extremists. But who are the extremists? I don't see anyone on the conservative Christian side out destroying anything on the left. They're opposing it, but they're not destroying anything. I don't see social media that's out attacking this woke movement and the transgender movement. Quite the opposite. And touching again on Russia real fast, Russia has to go. In the mind of the modern woke culture that's out there, Russia has to go. Because I hate to say this, but Russia seems to be a country of real men and real women. And the West seems to be, I don't know if you want to call them soy boys and transgenders or what you want to say, but there are real men in the West. I'm not saying that there's not, but it seems like more and more I'm seeing more young men who are not masculine. I have to admit that in my area that there's a lot of feminized men that are starting to show up. And I'm noticing a lot more masculine women. And everything is upside down and backwards. But yet, since I notice it, that makes me a homophobe or a something. That makes me more of a threat. And I do believe that in Russia, if you tried some of the shenanigans that are happening here, as far as molesting children and trafficking children and things like that, I have a feeling that you wouldn't be around very long. Because I think the Russians have been through the fire. 
and their church has been persecuted for years, and they were subjugated to communism for years, and they finally broke free. And now that they've broken free, they have these Western cultures pushing wokeism and transgender, and if they don't dance to that tune, well, guess what? They have to go. And I really do believe that this whole trouble in Ukraine was easily avoidable. And when you look at the leadership of Ukraine, and you have to call it like it is, that Zelensky is a drug-addicted, ex-porno-type comedian, and he's just a puppet. He's a puppet of either the Western governments or the people in the New World Order or the elites, because he's easy to control, and he has millions of dollars. Now, where did he get that? And he has properties all over the world. As a matter of fact, I understand he has quite a large estate in Florida. And so if you're one of those that are watching the news and you're buying this lie that there's straw men everywhere, that everywhere you turn there's a boogeyman, well, you need to look at the news media and know that they are the real problem. And when I get back on the other side of the break, I'll talk about more boogeymen. And thank you, Jim. And Jim, we'll be right back on the other side of our break. Can't believe that Christmas is almost here. And, and I know for me this year, my wife, it's been, it's been hard to get into the Christmas spirit, the Christmas feeling, because I've been dealing with health issues. They're getting better. And, and I know that next year we're going to deal with it. It may sideline me a little bit. I don't know how it's going to all work out. But your prayers are so much appreciated. I really believe in this program. Now, I'm not bragging on myself here, but I was telling my wife last night where we're watching some television, some of the news channels, and I'm going, I wish I could be like some of those people. Yep, their last broadcast until after the first of the year. And and you look at some of these conservative news stars, and they're, they're, they're off for like a week around 4th of July, their birthday, uh, into two weeks around Christmas, and then a summer vacation. And don't forget the spring break, and on and on it goes. I wish that I could have that kind of time off. And I know for me physically, I need it, desperately, trying to fight a health issue and not feeling good and also feeling like you're getting behind sometimes on things that God has laid on your plate. It's not easy. I need your prayers. I need your ideas of what we can do with this program. I have not missed assembling this program or producing the entire thing since we began in 2020. I have not taken a vacation. If anything, I try to get a day or two ahead so the program can be ready in case I can't be there. And it's weighed heavy on me all this time. It's not easy. But you've kept us on the radio. You've kept us on the air. And the one thing I'm thankful for is, as I look over all the stories that we've covered, I have been accused of all kinds of stuff, like a spreader of misinformation, fake news, all of it. And as I look over the, well, two and a half years now, just about, the things we told you in 2020 were true. The things we told you in 2021 ended up being true. The things we told you in 2022 ended up being true. For a small little radio program, I am thankful and proud of our record. Would you consider helping us out financially? You can do it from our website, truth2ponder.com, truth2ponder.com. 
or make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. That's Ancient Word Radio. And that address is Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510, in Chilhowee, Virginia. Chilhowee, Virginia. And the zip code in Chilhowee is 24319. Post Office Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319. Now we're going to take our break, and then Jim Calhoun will be back on the other side. But keep us in prayer. And give me your ideas, thoughts, and suggestions of how we can serve you best next year in 2023. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. When everything changed. Coming up, Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Now imagine today somebody's born and because of this birth, everything changes. Every single calendar in the world changes. All the dates of history are rewritten. Everything afterwards is dated to his birth. Everything beforehand is dated to how far away it was from his birth. Can you imagine that? Well, it happened. There was a child born in an obscure part of the Roman Empire, an obscure village with nobody seeing it but animals and a few shepherds and a little family. Yet this event in obscurity would be the event that would change the world's calendar. Every human event before it would be measured up to it. Every event after it would be measured how it related afterward. Every single human event is marked by this event. How awesome must be this life? How could such a thing happen? It couldn't happen unless this one was the life of the Son of God, the birth of Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus. How awesome is this life? He changes everything from B.C. to A.D. Well, what about your life? If Messiah's coming is so revolutionary, it changes all world history, how much more does it have to change your history? Has your life been revolutionized? Are you living a revolutionary life? Are you living an A.D. year of our Lord life? <laughs> and is that A.D. life and power so revolutionary that it makes everything else before it? B.C. Well, if not, let it be so. He's come. He has come to change his everything. He changes everything. Be revolutionized because he's come to so walk in his power, the power to make everything else BC. Because for now, everything in your life is the year of our Lord, AD. Want more? Ask for AD. Now imagine being plugged into a special line that you know on future events, news behind the news, biblical prophecy updates on Israel, and what you need to know as an end-time believer, and teachings and strength for every day of your week, and plus the incredible mystery of the temple doors all free. How do you get this? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. So to receive your free gifts, just call 1-800. That's Yeshua 1. You will be blessed, but call now 1-800-Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. I invite you to join me in reaching the unreached people of the world in the most incredible way from Moscow to Madagascar even to Jerusalem. How? Well, you can actually spread the gospel through shortwave radio. We do it every week. It's the farthest way you can ever touch the world. You can do it too. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or you can write me direct. Here's how. Just write to the nice Jewish boy box 1111 Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's a nice Jewish boy box 1111 Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, it's A.D., my friends. Peace be to you, my friend in Messiah. Adonai Adonim, the Lord of Lords, Yeshua Jesus. is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman.
Welcome back to the second half of Truth to Ponder. I'm Jim Calhoun sitting in for Bob Beerman today, and Bob will be back tomorrow with another great edition of Truth to Ponder. Now, this episode, I'm talking about a lot of the misinformation that we're getting fed every day about different groups of people in different countries that are supposedly our enemy. But when you really look at it close, they're really just straw men. And they're using these people and countries and entities as excuses for taking away freedoms of average people. And I was always taught that America was the greatest country on earth. And I do believe it was. I don't think it is anymore. I don't know what country is the greatest on earth, but it seems to me that the United States is being controlled right now by, I would say, a criminal type of a mafia. Now, I know there's other talk show hosts that come right out and say that the government is mafia. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. But they do act like mafia, and they don't think they're public servants. As a matter of fact, if you corner one of these quote-unquote lawmakers and call them a public servant, that really angers them. They think of themselves as rulers, and we're the peasants. And one way to control the peasants is to give peasants a common enemy. And I'm going to pick up on that theme right now, and that's China. Now, on one hand, we love China because China makes almost everything that's made worldwide is made in China. And people seem to love that slave labor. They love the cheap prices. And you have all these people that love all the products coming over from China. But yet, they huff and puff and act like they're going to go to war with China over Taiwan. And so on one hand, they put obstacles in front of average Americans that want to start a manufacturing concern. They can't do it because of rules and regulations and all the red tape. And that's on purpose. They want everything made over in China. And the Chinese don't do anything as far as to try to help the environment. And that's another straw man I'm going to get to. But they can pollute as much as they want over there. But over here... Anybody that so much as throws a piece of paper out their car is can be arrested for littering. But in China, raw sewage and waste from manufacturing could go right into the rivers. A lot of the air in China is so toxic you can't even breathe it. And the people that are pushing all of the foreign manufacturing and the ones that are standing in the way of American concerns trying to manufacture are the same globalists and leftists that they praise China. But yet, they look at you because you have a push lawnmower that happens to be gasoline. You're ruining the planet. Maybe you have an old antique car that doesn't have the smog control on it. Well, your car is causing global warming. Those same people that want to legislate you out of existence and also be punitive on you actually owning what you own, they're the people that are supporting all the business in China and all the manufacturing. And you can't tell me that they don't know how much pollution is happening over in Asia right now. And I feel sorry for the common Asian people because, like us, they have tyrants that rule over them. And so you have a group of tyrants in China and a group of tyrants in the West, United States being the chief tyrant right now, as far as I'm concerned, and Canada is a very close second, and Australia would be right on their heels in New Zealand. It seems like that there's an awful lot going on that's very ugly. 
and it needs to stop. But how is the common person going to stop it? I know in China that they recently tried to stand up for some of their rights, and they're trying to right some wrongs over there. And they called out the military, and they actually were shooting people. And they have places where they lock people in at night, kind of a dormitory type of a prison cell, actually. And they work them all day, and then they make them go back to their little prison cell. And I've seen some of the lockdowns that are happening in China. It's atrocious. They're putting people in shipping crates, and they're neglecting a lot of these people. They're not giving them food, not giving them water. They're trying to kill a lot of people. And I don't understand how any government would want to kill their people. But I understand that since I'm an enemy of the government, according to them, well, I understand how easy it is to be targeted. And I don't know whether the United States would be stupid enough to try to fight a war with China when China manufactures so many things that they could just simply out-manufacture us, just like the Americans out-manufactured the Nazis in World War II. And we easily out-manufactured the Japanese. Well, this time around, we're on the short end of that stick. And China can out-manufacture us very easily. And getting back to Russia, I see that Russia is not going to be playing games very much longer. And we're sending troops and ammunition and long-range missiles and also missile defense systems into Ukraine. And we are a combatant in that war. And it's an undeclared war. And we, the people, don't want it. And the people of Russia don't want it. But what I see is the Russian bear is backed into a corner. And when you back a bear into a corner, you better watch out because that bear will strike. And so we have these people in Washington, D.C. that are pointing at you and me as being some sort of terrorist threat to this country, while the real terrorist threat, in my opinion, hold positions of power all throughout government. It's not we the people that's poking that bear. It's not we the people that are trying to pick a fight with China. As a matter of fact, if we the people actually ran the government like we should, none of this would be happening right now. And I've always said that I could take a small town of 300 people and replace all of Congress with just these 300 people from any small town, and we'd have 300 better people than we do right now that are actually in office. And that's still my opinion, and I think it's more so than ever right now that that is actually the case. Where are the people protecting our borders? They're not protecting our borders. Our borders are wide open. And protecting the cities of this country. If they poke the bear, and the bear decides to poke back, and pokes back with a nuclear strike, you can kiss Washington, D.C. goodbye, possibly Chicago and New York City and Los Angeles, and maybe several other cities. And you have to have an awful lot of hate and evil in your heart to allow situations to get so out of hand that that's a definite possibility. Because every day it seems that the Russians are getting closer to striking back because they're sick of being poked. And of course, if you contact your senator or your congressman, you won't get any satisfaction. All these people will do is give you some 
platitudes and they'll give you more examples of straw man of why they're doing what they're doing. You can say, quit sending money to Ukraine. You're just throwing it down a rat hole. Well, they will come up with some statistic of how that is good for the United States. But it's just a bogus set of numbers. And that's another thing, along with the straw men, is that they lie about everything. And one of the biggest straw men that's not a person and not a government, it's a movement, and that's the climate change movement. It's totally ridiculous. I know Bob has talked about it quite a bit, that it was global cooling, and then the ozone hole was going to get us. Now it's just climate change. And they're using that to keep everyone scared. And I'm going to say right now, I do believe in climate change. I honestly do. I believe in the natural climate change that's happened throughout the history of this world. There are places in the southwest of the United States that's now desert that used to be a tropical rainforest. And you can go into Wyoming, into some of the mountains, and see fish fossils in the mountains. And I know that Nebraska, where I'm from, used to be a shallow sea. And so things change all of the time. Things are constantly changing. So I believe in that kind of climate change. And another climate change I really believe in is the man-made type, but not by you and not by me, not by the farms, not by the average people just driving their car around. It's the chemtrails. The chemtrails are very real. They're very deadly. They're very destructive. And it's aimed at the same type of population agenda that they have, and that's depopulation. And so they have all these airplanes out there pouring just tons of toxins into the air. And they say they're trying to blot out the sun, and so we won't have any more global warming from the sun. Okay, if that's so, I got a couple of questions. Number one, I thought that global warming was man-made. I didn't think the sun did it. I've been told that I cause global warming because I get out of bed in the morning. And so why are you trying to blot out the sun? That has nothing to do with global warming. It's me. I'm the one that's making global warming. Well, they have no answer for that. And of course, you and me are just straw men that they're using. That's us that's destroying the planet. And then you can point out, well, you're causing weather change just by what you're doing up there in the clouds with these airplanes. Oh, that's a conspiracy theorist. There's nothing happening up there. And you look up in the sky and there's, you could play tic-tac-toe on most days. The planes are up there crisscrossing and making all sorts of patterns all day and all night, 24-7, all over the world. But yet the left has convinced most people that those are contrails and they're normal. Oh, they're contrails. You're just a conspiracy theorist. Even if you show them video of different governments admitting that they have programs that are well-funded, that are spraying chemicals up in the atmosphere, they still won't listen. And when I talked to Bob Behrman last Thursday, I sensed that he was getting kind of frustrated about talking with people, trying to wake them up. And I feel his frustration. I've tried to wake people up for a long time. And I'm kind of getting the reputation of being the, the local kook, I think, because I'm not silent about it. If I see a bunch of chemtrails over the town and I'm talking with people, I'll look up and say, what do you think about that? They'll say, think about what? The airplanes, what they're doing up there. Oh, those are contrails. They're normal. Oh, they are. Okay. 
And I just have to shake my head because these people have already been convinced by the liars and they bought the lie. And that's another reason they're straw men everywhere. They have to have a scapegoat. They have to have a reason for people to rally against something. And also they have to have a reason to rally for something. And so everything that Donald Trump did was bad. Everything that the elitist globalists or the communists that are now in power in our government, everything they do is good. And I have no doubt that if the elitists and the people in power right now, the, that the communist leaning left that controls government right now, if they would come out and be against abortion tomorrow, all of these people that are for abortion now would suddenly be against abortion because the people that would tell them to be against abortion would be the people they idolize, the Bernie Sanders and the Hillary Clintons and the Joe Bidens and the people like that, the Obamas and, and the O'Bidens. These people have no common sense, and they really don't know how to think. They are not critical thinkers. And every time that they try to change a narrative, it would actually be funny if it wasn't so pathetic. Remember that Zimmerman guy in Florida that, that killed this young black man? He was a community watch, and he happened to be Hispanic. And so the news media called him a white Hispanic and a white supremacist because he's a white Hispanic. And I know there's a lot of conservative Christian black people in this country that are not being counted as black because they happen to support life over abortion. They happen to support a strong United States of America that is governed by we the people. You have a very wonderful group of black Americans who are on the right side of things, but yet, but yet it's open season on them, especially if you're a black Christian. I've seen several black Christians on the news, and I haven't watched the news, but I've watched videos of what happened to them on the news. Is that a black Christian, if they mention Jesus and they mention where they get their strength from, all of a sudden there's a technical issue and the interview is terminated. They can't stand to have a black person think for themselves. And I think that is absolutely criminal, what these people are doing to an entire group of people. It's criminal what they're doing to white females. Right now, if you're a white female and you happen to play sports and you don't want to have some man playing in your sport because you want it to be an all-female sport, you are now ostracized. You're a phobe. You're a transphobe. You're a homophobe. And so women's sports have been absolutely ruined. And country after country in the West seem to fall in lockstep and follow what the United States is doing as far as messing up the sports in their countries as well. And I don't understand why everyone seems to be sitting back and watching this happen. Now it's Males can have babies. Females can father children. Oh, really? What happened to basic biology? Oh, you can't say that. Pretty soon, biology will be racist and homophobic and transphobic and whatever other phobic they can come up with. We're not dealing in reality here, folks. It's an alternative universe. And that's one thing that's getting us into trouble. When I say us, I'm meaning the West. Can you imagine all of the manly cultures? I'm talking about the 
very strong patriarchal cultures throughout this world. You have some Asian cultures. You have some Middle Eastern cultures. You have some Far Eastern cultures. You have some Eastern European cultures. You have some Hispanic cultures. You have some African cultures that are extremely patriarchal. And men in those societies are looked up to. And in all of those societies, the young boys want to grow up and be a real man like their father and like their grandfather and their great-grandfather and all of their ancestors before them. That is one of the basic things, is the passage into manhood and proving yourself as a man. And these cultures look at the United States and they see the 98-pound weakling with pink pumps on and a, a little green miniskirt and a beard hanging down to his chest and pierced everything and tattooed everything that tells everyone they're a transgender, that they can be whatever gender they want, whatever day they feel like it. And they'll make up some third and fourth and fifth and 105th and whatever, however amount of genders that they dream up. And then you have these societies throughout the world that are looking at the United States that used to look at the United States and say, wow, what a country. Now they look at the United States and say, yikes, what are they doing? Now I'm going to bring Russia up again. I've been watching an awful lot of videos that are coming out of Russia. Now I realize that some of the videos are propaganda, just like the videos coming out of the United States, as far as the media and the government, are propaganda. But those aren't the ones I'm going to talk about. I can pretty well spot propaganda. And so the ones that look like they're staged are the ones that you can tell the government has a hand in. Well, I kind of discount those. But the average Russian that takes a video with a cell phone, that's pretty obvious that they're not part of any government group. I'm looking at these people. I'm not really paying attention a lot to what they're saying because a lot of what they're saying is dribble that they're getting from their government, just like a lot of the United States people talk dribble, you know, they're getting it from their government. But I'm looking at the pride. I'm looking at the nationalism. I'm looking at people that know that the battle they're fighting is spiritual. They have the look of the eagle in their eyes. And that really does concern me. Because in the West, especially when you're looking at the leaders of all these countries, you don't see the eye of the eagle. You see the eye of the liar. But the average Russian citizen, I think, is understanding that they are in a fight for their culture. It's not just Russia and Ukraine. That, that's small potatoes. We have a whole culture here that's very patriarchal, that knows that the West wants to shove all of the cancer. And yes, this wokeism is a cancer. It's a horrible cancer. And these countries don't want this cancer exported across their borders. And so what are we doing? We're just causing more problems by trying to export things that these people don't want. And then we want to hold them accountable and put sanctions on them and tell everybody how awful these people are because they don't accept some 600-pound man in a tutu that's trying to hold little children in his lap and abuse them. And yes, that's happening. And yet parents are lining up and taking their beautiful little children to see these pedophiles and these absolute gross, poor excuses for human beings. We have a lot of bad parents in this country. And we have a lot of bad people in government. 
we have a lot of bad things happening because we have a lot of bad people that, for some reason, have a say-so in how things are going. And I don't blame the patriarchal societies of the world. I don't blame these cultures for looking at the United States and gagging. I just don't. And as we're sitting here pulling straw men out of every corner, the world is looking at us. And they see us waving the flag and singing God bless America, while the people of faith, no matter what religion that they actually follow, if they're a person of faith, they look at the United States and they have to ask, where are the people of faith in the United States? Where are they? And so here in the West, we're a society of straw men, a society of phobes and all sorts of things that are broken rainbow flag flying, pride marching, pedophiles, and all these things that really are an atrocity are being taught in schools, and it's really evil. And I can really see why the people of Russia and other countries look at the United States and have that eye of the eagle. They're watching us, and they're looking at us. They don't want to become us. And furthermore, they're not going to allow us to push this on them. And the Western world is being looked at and laughed at and being absolutely shunned and disdained. And I, for one, think we're witnessing the death of the Western world. Well, I wanted to have a nice cheery show for Christmas and I wanted to lighten things up a bit. And I felt led that this is where God wanted me to take this program today. But to lighten it up before I end, I want to thank all of the listeners and I want to give a special thank you to Bob Bierman, and I want to wish each and every listener the best Christmas ever. And also, let's make 2023 a better year. Let's each of us make this new year a good one. Well, I hope you got something from this show today. I always appreciate speaking to this great audience of Truth to Ponder, and I would like for you to consider giving to Truth to Ponder, and it's real easy to do. All you have to do is go to the website, which is truth2ponder.com, and click on the support tab. And that'll guide you through how to give money to Give, Send, Go, and you can donate to this program that way. Or if you want to do it old school, do it by mail, you can send a check or money order, and you would write the check out to Ancient Word Radio, and you would mail to Truth to Ponder, P.O. Box 510, P.O. Box 510, Chill Howie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. Thanks again for listening, folks. And until next time, stay well, stay strong, keep your powder dry, but most important of all, replace fear with faith. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.